Hi everyone, this is Nurse Anna from NurseStudy.net and today we're going to be going over some care plans for excess fluid volume. This website is not intended to provide medical advice. The articles on this website are intended for entertainment or educational value only. While we strive to offer 100% accuracy, medical procedures are rapidly changing and laws vary greatly from location. Fluid volume excess, also known as hypervolemia, refers to an excessive accumulation of fluid in the extracellular fluid compartment. It may occur due to a variety of factors. Fluid volume excess is mainly associated with sodium regulation. A normal fluid volume is important in the balanced functioning of cells and sodium helps make this happen. Sodium is a major extracellular electrolyte. It maintains fluid balance through the concept of tonicity. The tonicity of a solution is related to whether the fluid will influence the cells or not. A solution that does not change the volume of a cell is called isotonic. While a hypotonic solution will cause the cells to swell, a hypertonic solution, on the other hand, makes the cells shrink. Sodium moves around intracellularly and extracellularly to keep body fluids isotonic and not affect cells and their functions. Restricting sodium and fluid intake is one of the effective treatment options to regain normal volemia, or in other words, balanced fluid volume in the body. If left untreated, fluid volume excess can put a strain on the major organs in the body, such as the heart, liver, and kidneys. Now we're gonna go into some sample care plans for excess fluid volume or fluid volume excess, however you or your facility wants to word it. This first one's gonna be for heart failure. Now, if you want more uh, nursing care plans for this subject, please go to nursestudy.net and every one of our articles has at least two to five nursing care plans for you. They are all free to use um, and they're all on the website. So let's go into a nursing diagnosis would be fluid volume excess related to compromised regulatory mechanism secondary to heart failure as evidenced by the presence of crackles and shortness of breath. Our desired outcome would be the patient will regain a balanced fluid volume as evidenced by ease of breathing and clear lung sounds. Intervention, commence a fluid balance chart. Rationale, heart failure can compromise the fluid balance mechanism of the body. A record of the patient's intake and output will help direct medical management by identifying how much fluid excess there is and where most of the fluid is coming from. Intervention. Assess the patient's vital signs regularly. Rationale. The measurement of the patient's vital signs will help evaluate the progress of management. It will also indicate if the patient's breathing is improving. Intervention. Weigh the patient on a daily basis. Use the same scale. Use the same clothing. Weigh patient at the same time every day. Rationale? The patient's weight is one clinical indicator of fluid volume and fluid retention. Intervention. Reposition the patient to an upright sitting position if tolerated. Rationale? Positioning the patient in an upright position will help straighten the airway and improve breathing. Intervention. Check with doctors or medical providers for the need for fluid restriction. Rationale, fluid restriction may be necessary to prevent fluid excess. Educate the patient on what counts as fluid 
other than water such as drink, soups, frozen juice pops, and gelatin. Intervention. Administer diuretics as prescribed. Rationale. Diuretics are effective in excreting excess fluid through the urine. Intervention. Encourage the use of anti-embolic stockings. Rationale. Anti-embolic stockings prevent fluid accumulation in the extremities. Intervention. Refer to chest physiotherapy as needed. Rationale. Chest physiotherapists can help control fluid buildup in the lungs through breathing techniques. Now let's go ahead and do a sample nursing care plan for chronic kidney disease, otherwise known as CKD. So nursing diagnosis, fluid volume excess related to renal insufficiency secondary to CKD as evidenced by bilateral leg edema as well as positive balance in the fluid balance chart. For our desired outcome, the patient will understand measures to maintain normal volemia in the presence of CKD. Intervention. Place the patient on strict intake and output monitoring. Rationale. The patient fluid intake or output could help direct medical management. It will also help identify the main sources of this excess fluid. Intervention. Monitor the patient's vital signs. Rationale. The patient's blood pressure and heart rate can signify fluid volume. Intervention. Limit fluid intake as advised by healthcare provider. Rationale. Fluid restriction is common to patients with CKD. The kidney function is reduced and it cannot strain the excessive amount of urine. Many patients are limited to usually a max of one liter per day. But again, this will depend on your provider. Intervention. Explain the importance of following fluid restriction. Rationale. The patient's cooperation is essential in achieving fluid intake below the allocated level. Intervention. Explain the other sources of fluid such as gelatin, soups, frozen popsicles, and sherbet. Rationale. Water is not only sourced from drinks, but it can be gained from other foods as well. Intervention. Explain the symptoms of fluid volume excess such as edema, difficulty breathing, weight gain, and sometimes low urine output. Rationale. Early recognition of fluid volume excess can prevent the worsening of the condition and allow for early treatment. Intervention. Explain possible causes of fluid volume excess. Rationale. Fluid balance can be affected by several factors such as high oral fluid intake, water-rich fruits and vegetables, and electrolyte imbalances. Intervention. Elevate the legs of the patient. Encourage the use of anti-embolic stockings. Encourage mobilization or short walks if tolerated. Rationale. Elevating the legs promotes fluid return to the heart, reducing the swelling in the legs. Anti-embolic stockings prevent fluid accumulation in the extremities. Now we're going to do a care plan for hypertension and excess fluid volume. So our nursing diagnosis would be fluid volume excess related to high sodium intake and chronic hypertension as evidenced by serum sodium level of 149 and blood pressure of 180 over 98. Our desired outcome, the patient will restore normal fluid balance through interventions and normalized sodium level and blood pressure. Intervention. Start the patient on a strict fluid balance chart. Rationale, 
A record of the patient's fluid intake and output will help identify the main source of excess fluid. It will also help staff and patient if the fluid output is enough in comparison to the fluid intake. Intervention. Monitor vital signs. Rationale. The patient's blood pressure and heart rate may indicate fluid volume. It will also help in the evaluation and progress of the actual treatment. Intervention. Monitor patient's electrolyte levels, particularly the serum sodium levels, which is usually between 135 and 145. Rationale. Sodium is a major extracellular fluid electrolyte, partly responsible for fluid balance. Intervention. Review the intravenous fluid orders. Rationale. Most intravenous fluids contain sodium, which can affect fluid balance. Intervention. Limit sodium-rich food. Rationale. Sodium can be found in food sources, too. Adding sodium from other sources may worsen the fluid volume excess. Intervention. Administer diuretics as prescribed. Rationale. Diuretics help in the excretion of excess fluid buildup. This concludes our nursing care plan samples for excess fluid volume. This is Nurse Anna from NurseStudy.net. Please join us at NurseStudy.net for more care plans, practice exams, and study guides. We also have a few more nursing care plan samples for uh, fluid volume excess on the site. So just go to the search box, type it in, and it'll be right there. And we will be back next week. Bye.